This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. Hi. Hi. Hey there. I'm super Hello. out of it today. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, like real. I think because it's nice outside, I'm like having a real like brain day where I'm like, I can't brain. Yeah. Did mm. you ever have those days at school when mm. it's like almost summer and you're mm-hmm. just kind of like sitting in your desk next to the window, just looking mm-hmm. outside, just not even paying attention to a single thing that the teacher is saying? Where yeah. I'm at right now. Yeah. I get those vibes. I mean, it is gorgeous outside mm-hmm. right now it is so beautiful we are officially in spring yep springtime in la yeah mm. you know when love to see it when people ask you what your favorite season is i have such a hard time with um, answering that summer all day i oh, love spring. it i love being hot mm. i do too i love summertime i also when you're living in a place that has fall fall is gorgeous but there is something about spring, like coming mm-hmm. out of like the darkness of winter time. Ugh. Can we fucking celebrate the fact that the Senate passed like oh. permanent daylight savings? Look, now, granted, like, I think it should be permanent standard time, but that's yeah, that, that's the thing is like, uh, <laughs> we because I was really stoked on this. And then I, I did research for it for a your angry neighborhood feminist episode and i was like oh all sleep researchers are like this is the worst fucking thing you can do like, yeah everyone it should be actually like t- permanent yeah, standard, standard time. time that makes the most sen- why are they dumb i mean it's congress what are you gonna do uh, I mean, yeah <laughs> but at least like yeah, yeah we're moving in the right direction to have the conversation yeah. to like just finally be done with this antiquated bullshit of yes. like because let me tell you it Back takes me a full fucking week Jesus. To get used to that time change of that hour. Dude, oh, it's horrible. That fall behind in fall, just shoot me. It gets dark at 4 p.m. I and you're like, me. oh my God. Yeah. Especially working from home. I work in my kitchen facing the window mm-hmm. and like seeing the sun go down Woof. and it gets dark in mm. my kitchen and, and like knowing I have like two more 30. hours of work yeah. left. Oh, uh, it's terrible. Awful. However, now I had a lot of fun reading a bunch of articles because I guess we did this before in the 70s. We did this in 1974 and it didn't go over well. And I was just reading articles of parents who were like, I had to send little Jimmy off to school in total darkness because what's going to happen now is some months in the fall and winter months now, the sun won't rise Move until school start time. What that's are we how I feel. doing? And I'm also like, it was so 1970s that yeah. they're like, we just sent the kids off to school in the dark with flashlights. And I'm like, take your kid to school. Why would you <laughs> do like your kid is like, my parents like already gone to work by the time I, I was on the way to school. So that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. But I do remember some mornings that were still not dark, pitch black, but they were a little darker. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it. I don't know. But I, I see what I see the point on that but to me i'm like make school start later why are kids having yeah. to get up at six of fucking clock in the morning in fact, goddamn way all of us instead of changing the clocks why don't yeah. you just adjust work start time in yeah. the winter and fall and school start time because you know why this is all happening you have school the same way that they are preparing you for the workforce oh, honey, is please, what they're I doing well, adjust they're preparing you for bootlicking yeah. i don't oh, yeah. want to oh. go to school in the don't dark we know mm-hmm. school i don't want to go to work in the dark either <laughs> 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm just like, they do too. And you know what? That's actually, it's so funny because your boyfriend just posted something on, uh, that was like bragging about never missing a day of work is not like, that's not a brag basically. Yeah. No. But, but also that is exactly what school set you up for. Exactly. You get perfect like a attendance award. award. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, a perfect attendance award. Yep. Yeah. Oh God. You, and you wanted that. Like, well, I mean, I didn't give a fuck, but like, I mean, there's kids who were like that proud that they didn't miss a day of school. And I'm like, my mom would call me out of school and not even sick. And she'd be like, we taking a hooky day. Yeah. We're going to go to the mall downtown. Yeah. Like, you know, it was just well i'm not gonna lie like my schedule has been so insanely busy over the last couple of weeks and it's gonna continue to be busy for the next couple months and i really wanted to call out of work not for any reason other than that i'm like i just want one day to myself where i could like go to the mall go for a walk go to the library read some books take a nap like i just wanted like a mental health day Mm -hmm. and i didn't do it because i feel like there's so much guilt ingrained in me Mm -hmm. about like resting next saturday night is like enshrined in my calendar oh my god i'm so excited because we're we have so much to do next week because i i still have to do like work stuff Uh and we're going to be networking which you know as like an introvert for me is like very exhausting well eric's going out of town friday (gasps) through sunday so saturday night when we're done with podcast evolutions and i'm by myself Oh, oh my God! Bridgerton will be out. Oh. That's all I'm doing. I'm so about to buy you a bath bomb. If oh, you she's a bath no bomb. Oh, damn it! You will not hear from me <laughs> yeah. on Saturday night That's because fine. I am eating sushi. Mm. Well, maybe I might be eating sushi, uh, watching Bridgerton. So oh, yeah, eat sushi. Oh, my God! Like I just. I just love those nights when you are alone mm. and time is to yourself. Oh, I love nothing more uh. than a bubble bath with a glass of wine and getting out, reading a book, feeling oh. all clean and cozy. Oh, yes. Oh, it's going to be phenomenal. I'm so, so excited delightful. for you. I know. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> like, I love that for you. <laughs> it's going to be great. What a- I'm going to rent a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like there's, there's something to me so but- precious mm-hmm. though about those few moments and you get it too. Yeah, I know yeah. you guys get oh, it yeah. too when you're extroverts. Those moments when you get to have like by yourself completely are kind of few and far between yeah. when you're in a relationship or what have you, or you're living with somebody. It's just, it's great. And it's not to negate. I'm very, very happy in my relationship. Yeah. But it's just like, it's not about that at all. <sighs> yeah, no, don't take it personal. It's I just like be sometimes. alone in my house. Oh. My time is completely my own. Yeah. And Good. also, yeah, I can be an absolute monster oh, in yeah. this house. I, you know me, I'm walking around naked fucking <laughs> leaving shit all over the place oh yeah i'll clean oh. it up before you get home but like this place is gonna look like yeah i'm gonna nightmare. be a lazy monster yeah and it's yeah. gonna be wonderful mm-hmm. oh god i'm gonna god, eat I'm so just jealous. pickles and cheese like <laughs> together <laughs> that's what i literally that's been my snack lately i'm just like taking out like pickle spears and like cutting chunks of cheddar, cheddar cheese. cheese. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. It's like salty. It's, mm. oh, it's, it's delicious. I, I have no shame. I don't uh, care. I'm having a real moment right now. I'm just so jealous. You need, honestly, look, you got, a break. you got two people and two animals living in your house. You should rent a hotel it, room. I'm pro you honestly, renting a hotel room. Like, I'm pro renting myself a hotel do it, room. Do an Airbnb. Oh. Go hang out in someone's guest house for like a night. <laughs> a just yes, one night. Just one night. It's so <laughs> worth it. Because oh. like I said, I'm, I'm like 
it it has like a heart, a star, a sticker <laughs> on this night in mm-hmm. the calendar because it's it's just a mental health thing. Yeah, just take a break. Absolutely, take a break. Mm-hmm. The world is ending. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's the apocalypse. <laughs> take a day off. Uh, okay, so this is a hard pivot. I'm sorry already. I'm sorry. But we had a listener on um, Instagram reach out and tell us about this story. And I was like, that is some bananas shit. Okay. And it's kind of like a tainted love situation that's happening right now. Because uh, I think it was, was it last month or this month? Either way, recently, there was a man who like, he was talking to this woman, 22-year-old woman, cute girl on Instagram, like connected over Instagram. They were like talking, flirting, whatever, and decided to like hook up. So she's like, come to my place okay, uh, and we'll hook up. And so he showed up and it ended up being like a honey trap. Mm-mm. Like he got there. There were like several other like men in the room. He got like pistol whipped right away. Oh, yeah. No. And she was there. And they basically tortured him for a few hours with his brother on FaceTime. Like so that his brother could see everything that was going on. For like for ransom or something? Oh my god. For ransom. In a this happened in In the the Bronx. Oh my god. In the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. And so they ended up finding him like he was I guess like I don't know if money was actually exchanged, but they like drove him out somewhere. And his brother was supposed to bring $100,000 and they left him in like a van and they said that he had duct tape over his mouth and nose. (gasps) Oh, Oh no. And I'm like, he like you're trying to kill somebody if you leave him like that. That's attempted fucking murder. They can't breathe, you know. So luckily they did find him and they have charged the woman and like several others, like a a couple of the, the guys. But I was just like that. Just dating, dating hard enough. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Be careful, man. Like, cause just do not meet up with somebody for the first time at their house. That's true. That is true. But it's very like early guys or girls. Honestly, that's the thing. I think there's so many times. Mm -hmm. I think honestly, if you're a guy and a woman's inviting you to her house on a first meetup, I would be suspect if you're a guy and that's happening to you. Mm -hmm. Just know that women don't typically do that. Women yeah. are too usually too afraid to have somebody yeah. come meet them at their house for the first meeting. Right. Yeah. So but I would think like, that's suspect right away. Who knows how long they were talking? For sure. Because I don't know. Sometimes you can, especially in this digital age that we live in, I feel like you can sometimes trust. really feel like you know someone because yeah. you've talked to them and it's like mm, you you don't know them. Yeah. You don't yeah. know them. Well, no, that's why there's that's things a- like Tinder Swindler and, yeah. you know, because you think you know somebody. This digital age has really made that a thing, right? Wouldn't you Girl, say? I just watched Bad Vegan. Oh, I want to see that. Ooh, I want to see Same it. thing. I'll talk about it at the end. Okay. But it is the same thing where yeah. someone's communicating digitally for a long time. You think you know that person. Yeah, parasocial relationship, basically. I'm watching yeah. Worst Roommate. Oh. <laughs> so I'll be talking about that later. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. But same fucking thing. Yeah. I know yeah. that story. Yeah. There's a bunch Ooh. of Yeah. Yeah. All of them so far are like b- b- bonkers. Cons yeah. are really in Oof. right now. Con people are, con stories are really in right now. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? Like the first one of the, I'm talking about it now, but the the first roommate story was a woman from like the like 80s. Dorothy Puente. Do- yeah. yeah, that's the one I was going to say. I know about Dorothy. Oof. 
Dorothy yeah. and her thick ass glasses. Yeah. Guard up, man. Mm. It's that's that's what it comes down to because she's have like a little little old lady. But yes, yourself. have friends. That is yep. the mantra. Well, that's, that's what got Dorothea in the first place mm-hmm. is because you, you know she was trying to. Okay, sorry, we're like straight up talking Go about ahead. it, but here we are. Um, I'll talk about something else at the end of the story. But she straight up was you know taking people who were off the streets, vulnerable, yeah, vulnerable. vulnerable. Mm-hmm. people that didn't have quote unquote families people that she sh- assumed i'm certain assumed would never be missed but she fucked up because one of those guys her his um therapist or his uh social worker was like she uh-huh. she went extra she did she was like, she was no, like no no Where he did he? not go to mexico yeah where is he i'm just gonna tell you right now i am calling the police on monday and they will be there if i do not hear or i do not see like she just wasn't having it like she was like i no. Yeah, I know we no. talked about this before, but I would do that for any of y'all. And I know yeah. that you would do it for me too. We'd Shit. be like, uh-uh. uh-uh. You're like, I haven't heard from Keegan in a couple days. Right. I mean, right. like, it's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, hey, just check in. Yeah. Quick, quick check in. We really should have, like, safe, safe words. words. Yeah. We should. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, this is how you know it's me and not like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Tiger B. <laughs> yes. Sassy. We're just like, something random <laughs> yeah yeah something random oh man oh wow yeah i mean that is the the reminder to just basically you know communicate with the people in your in your life you know when i was out dating i could have done a better job and should have done a better job of like screenshotting like an address or something like that if i was gonna go somewhere like just let people know where you're gonna be yeah, I, I mean, want to call you out, but you really should have. Mm-hmm. No, I know because Cassie and I <laughs> were, were on times. your ass. We were on your ass about that all the time, and you were like, "No, <laughs> like, I'm fine. I'm I don't like, like people don't. knowing where I'm at. I'm like, I know you don't, but look, we've seen too much Dateline yeah. for you to not do yeah. this. And I do that even if I'm like, I don't really Lyft or Uber anywhere anymore. Oh, yeah. But like I used to when I was out lifting and Ubering, I would mm-hmm. screenshot yep. my driver's information. I'm like, anything happens to me, I don't make it to the restaurant. It was this motherfucker right here. Lyft right? actually has a feature now mm-hmm. that you can actually send send the Lyft to your friends or whatever, and they can track your ride. Good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah so I know I used look, that the other know, day. Yeah. You know, with our friends, our friend Amy would be glued to that screen. <laughs> She's like, uh-uh, they took a left here. They shouldn't have taken a left there. Everybody in the car. That is Amy. Car. That is Amy. <laughs> She's like, why are they taking a left? <laughs> oh, oh man. Gosh. Well, what do you guys want to do for FMK this week? I know we have the Oscars coming up. Yeah, we yeah. have the Oscars. I think we should. I think we should FMK Oscar nominees because should we be the movies? I haven't seen a lot of them. I haven't either. I just have to go based on like, you've seen a lot of them, Christina. Yes. Yes, I have. Um, I, I have an issue with the Oscars Let's anyways. Let's categories. But <laughs> Oscar <laughs> categories. Oh my God. Well, obviously, Oscar doesn't care about some of its categories I considering know. it's not going to be televising yeah. some of the categories that yeah. are vitally important to making a film watchable. But mm-hmm. but they always do that. They always do that. Like every part of making a film is so important and they just decide that like, no, nah, people don't think this is interesting. So we're not going to. Yeah. Just Listen, celebrities. I, I don't know if many people outside of California really think the Oscars are that that interesting. True. I mean, I think they're interesting just because I, I am a film lover. I love the construction of a film. Yeah. I spent, you know, a couple hours the other night watching a freaking documentary on sound design in yeah. movies. <laughs> but, you know, like, it's interesting to me, but I, I, I think if they weren't televised, I don't think that many people 
would, would care. care. No, no. <laughs> not really. Especially very now. industry thing. Especially yeah. now. I used to love like when I didn't live in LA, of course I wanted to be in the industry when I was Same. a kid. So I, like, I watched the shit out of the office. I like the dresses. Exactly. I like the fashion. Just gonna say it's fashion. Fashion. carpet all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's but my category. It was also that I just wanted to like I wanted to be in the industry. So I was very interested in mm-hmm. like what yeah. like one and I wanted to see their oh. speeches and like practice my know, speech. Of course. Since I could Oh. Of course. But I think that right now we're having a real interesting reckoning with celebrity in this country. Yeah. And I think that people it just are, doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. They're not as engaged in this kind of like wild excess that you see. Yeah. And I think that we're these. all kind of like, did anybody deserve anything this year? That's kind of what I think everybody's feeling. Like, was there anything that felt worthy but also it also is like yes there were some good movies that came out but like doesn't the nurse who's been working like however many hour shifts for like a year and a half deserves Mm -hmm. some kind of recognition it's the recognition part of it where it's like there were people that went through fucking hell in the past couple of years and it feels really this is masturbatory Truly, yeah. because you guys are already celebrities. You're already rich. You already got this. You're That's already the thing here. for me. For me, it's the excess it because is. I'm like in any industry. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Honor people who were extraordinary in their industry sure. for that last year. Like, I think a lot of industries do that. And I'm I'm for that. Like, I think that's really cool. However, I think it's the like excess. It's that's the fact being that it's kind televised. Of like, yeah. yeah. And it's. it's is it's like makes it like saying like oh you should pay attention to this this is on tv you know what i mean i i don't begrudge awards yeah, within true. professions yeah. whatever exactly. of course but the fact that it's televised is saying like you should care about this mm, like because yeah. it is on tv we're not televising other professions awards yeah. ceremony like <laughs> which now i the, want i now i do want i want doctor, like a doctor's uh, nobel without, peace prize right. you know that kind of thing yeah. and everybody like, has a dress up and yeah. you have to have a runway or like a whole yeah. red carpet moment yeah but i mean that's we'll just repeat that just speaks to our obsession with celebrity which that's true. I, i'm have been absolutely guilty of i mean we talk a lot about pop culture on this show that's why we care you know that's why we talk about them period but mm-hmm. i'm just like i also there was a time when I thought that all that stuff was glamorous. And now I'm kind of icked out by the fact that you're wearing a $50,000 dress, yeah. you know, like I and used to think like, that oh. you didn't have to pay for it, that you're probably borrowing. It's just, and you're getting ick. grab bags that are that's worth ick. like $300,000 yes. a person. Oh, you yeah. have the money you could spend on a dress and you don't have to. That's ick. Yeah. That's ick. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Well, with that said, um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let's celebrate them more. It feels <laughs> well. We're not. We're not celebrating. We're we're gonna FMK, okay. and I feel like that's <laughs> so. Which which category are we doing? Are we doing the well? The let's actors, do, the supporting actors, let's actresses, do actors, and actresses in leading roles, and we can pick from from either. Okay. How about that? Okay, so, pick our favorite. So these are the nominees. You got Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos. You've mm. got Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog. You've got Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom. Will Smith, King Richard, Denzel Washington, The Tragedy of Macbeth. And for the actresses, you've got Jessica Chastain, Eyes of Tammy Faye, which I want to see. Mm. I really want to see that. It's um, good. Olivia Coleman, My my Angel, The Lost Daughter. Penelope Cruz, The Parallel Mothers. Nicole Kidman, Being the Ricardos. And Kristen Stewart and Spencer. 
Man, it's a lot of good they ones. They love they love an actor playing an actor. They love an actor playing an actor. Oof. I got to say the best performance cuz I've seen all of those movies mm-hmm. and I my own personal opinion what Denzel Washington did oh, in the tragedy of Macbeth was incredible. Ooh, oh my gosh, it just gave me chills. Ooh, that love his his acting in that was the best I've ever seen from Denzel Washington. Oh, oh and my that's, god. Wow. I'm saying something. That the is. cinematography, the lighting was so, so good, but I've never studied like Shakespeare, but I've read all of Shakespeare's plays. Yeah. Um, somebody that is able to effortlessly communicate in that language and mm. make it understandable. Oh. oh, it is a gift. It's a gift. And yes. he fucking nails it. Wow. He does so good. I've heard he shows up Francis McDormand. Oh, shit. I said it. I said it right wow. here Damn. on this episode okay. of My Worst Date. You know, I, I think that they are... A, a comparable actors like i've yeah. i mean they, but they're very different they're very actors. different and yeah. i i have never been that impressed uh by oh, i mean like never that level of impressed by denzel washington where i was just like holy shit that's one of the best performances i've ever denzel seen denzel washington wow. so has a okay. quality about him that i love in an actor and it's that very like effortless like yes. he's so effortless when you watch him in anything yep. i'm like i don't feel like you're acting i feel no. like this is just just who you are who you are and, and that's, that's amazing especially difficult when mm-hmm. you're talking about shakespeare, shakespeare. yes mm-hmm. yes it's hard not to come off as actory when yes. you're saying words in what is basically a foreign language or yeah. poetry you know and and it did not feel like that at Ooh. all so i'm picking denzel washington okay 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 i'm actually very interested Me in too. seeing I'm this now. Watch it immediately. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I think I, uh, I think I'm going to pick Jessica Chastain. Uh, um, okay. I'm of yeah. I just she's such a good actress. Yes, That's, yeah. She does really well in that movie too. I can I, just see that. I wanted to pick Javier Bardem, but I cannot as Ricky Ricardo. That is just such a. It's just like I think they're both miscast. It's the most horrible miscasting yeah. ever I've yeah. seen. I'm yeah. just and I love him and I just it's just so awfully miscast. Like it doesn't have to be a Javier Bardem Nicole to make this work. Kidman and everything. Have a lot of outstanding bills to pay. Honestly, she is working her ass off right now. Does she like, not that like woman. her husband? Listen, because she is in everything. 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 everything TV or movies fucking terrible AMC oh god thing have you seen her in the oh, AMC no. thing oh, the ad the ad <laughs> I'm like are you kidding me right now with your soda in the seat she's talking about, oh my god it's so cringe uh, and I'm like honey what yeah, are you what, trying to pay for what is she doing you don't need to do this she doesn't like you're I'm Nicole so Kidman confused. you have yeah. so much money <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> she just, her and Keith are like not great. And she's just like, I'm going to get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> I, so busy. AMC commercial. I'm in. It's fine. Yeah. No, tell them that I'll do it. But say Nicole, less. you don't have to. No, 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 no. I'm in. I'm in. I'm telling them I'm definitely in. Where I love does it them. shoot? Yeah, that's great. I'm great. Good. Good. I'm in. <laughs> that's got to be, right be there. it. It's got to like, be. What is her? She hates her kids secretly. She's <laughs> oh, like, something. I need to get the fuck out of this house. Oh, she is Damn. in everything Every recently. Thing. And it's just like her fucking face everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. So Keegan's gonna pick Nicole Kidman. She's in everything. <laughs> she has to be in this. I'm like, she earned it. I mean, um, no. I'm trying to decide between 
Olivia Coleman, who I mm. love so fucking much. Oh yeah. my god! And yeah, that movie, I can't. I don't think I can watch it though. Oh, it looks heavy. I'm gonna oh, watch it, but yeah. it looks heavy as hell. Um, it's on my t- to watch list on Netflix. Uh, or Andrew Garfield, because I just, I just really like him. I like him a lot. I just he saw me. the new um, Spider-Man, which has all three of the Spider-Mans in it. I actually thought it was really good. Oh, I haven't I seen see it yet, it. but I heard it's really good. Yeah, it's up now. It's on streaming. Yeah. It just came out. It's a uh, No Way Home or whatever. Yeah, 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 Toby yeah. McGuire's in it yeah. and Andrew Garfield. I did not Man. know that. It's Toby all McGuire. And Doctor Strange is in it. Yeah. Yeah, God, it's actually, what a time. It's actually pretty uh, pretty fun, pretty enjoyable. It's nice to see Tobey Maguire again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's still, he's still around, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's still- well, I'm going to make this hard. Uh-oh. That's what I've decided. Okay. And I'm going to go with Olivia Coleman Because okay. I feel like for you two, that's going to be much yes, more Yes, it is going to be much harder. Mm-hmm. Andrew Gar- Garfield definitely missed see, me. See, I like him. And he's also... The thing that I found that really solidified how much I like him, because mm-hmm. he's also into musical theater, so am I. Mm-hmm. And he reads... A yeah. lot, and yeah. he like talks about that. like reading and his favorite books, and uh, and I'm like hot. Uh, yes, but damn. I'm gonna go with Olivia Coleman because I just think that she's brilliant. I think wow. she is brilliant. This is like, really seems tough. Really fun, down too. to earth. Also, so does Jessica Chastain. Yeah. All the interviews yeah. that I've seen in her, she oh, has a great fuck. sense of humor. This is gonna be so, so hard. Fucking tough. Oh yes. no, I know. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Because, uh, yeah, Jessica Chastain also, like, she really cares about her co-stars. Like, yeah. she fights for their, like, equal pay Love and that. stuff like that, which is very, very Love cool. Love to see it. Um, and Denzel is Denzel. Yeah. Yeah. Denzel. Denzel. I've been Olivia Coleman. Uh, I know. What do you do? Give me a second. Okay. Give me a second to process. I'm going to go with my gut. Okay. okay I'm going to do it. it. I'm going to do it. Rip that I'm band-aid gonna, off. I'm going to do it and just jump off this bridge um i'm going to marry olivia coleman Mm -hmm. it feels right yeah she's funny when she needs to be she's cerebral there's just something about her she's she's like um i don't know she's she just seems like she really has her shit together and she's but she you can get the vibe that she's very smart yeah but she's also can be funny yes you know she has my favorite we were talking about this last weekend she has my favorite type of genre of acceptance speech mm. at the Oscars. It feels like she doesn't take herself or yes. acting or the industry right the, too seriously. Uh, too seriously. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think she, she takes she it loves, seriously. She loves it as her job. Correct. Like, you know, because when she did accept those awards, you can tell she's very like touch yeah and, and like you know a little surprised and that's the thing is she seems like the kind of person who like maybe doesn't fully comprehend how famous she is and how great she is yeah like like no you're really 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 good at this yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's you know like, am i wow this is really okay <laughs> um and then i'm gonna fuck jessica jessica chastain okay so yeah. beautiful she's so sexy she's very sexy and honestly i think she'd be a fun time oh yeah all the movies and everything that i've seen her in she seems like she'd be, she'd be fun she'd right? have like a wild night she's be fun dramatic too you know I, what I mean? I want her as a friend. Like, I want yeah. her as, like, a girlfriend. Yeah, Like, totally. I feel like she's the type of person who you could go over to their house and she'd just pour yeah. you a glass of wine and, like, listen to your problems. Oh, my God. She'd like, be she'd, the best. Yeah. She'd I, be good honestly, advice. Honestly, if this was FMF, I'd be... Yeah. We'd be making different decisions yeah. right now. Yeah. Right. But... Until I saw Macbeth, I would have had a different okay. uh, answer. But... N- 
seeing that side of Denzel Washington, I just like I fell in love. Okay, I'm gonna marry. Oh, I'm gonna marry. I love it. I love that. I just he's loyal as shit. He is got like he's been married to his wife for a gazillion years. And it just really showed. Like I always think of him. I guess I always associate him with like Training Day. Yeah, you know what Same. I mean. There's that part like, of my brain mm. that's like I cannot. Yeah, he just seems like I'm like, Meh. you know. And I, like I've seen him in like a ton of different movies and everything. And I'm always like, yeah, eh, he was good. See, I always you know think I mean? of him as like Pelican Brief, oh. which is much hotter oh. than yeah. Training Day because I didn't see Training Day till I was an adult. Pelican so. Brief, I love Dude, that. Oh movie. my god, I just watched it recently. And the again. energy between him so and good. Julia Roberts in that so movie, good. I was like. We went through so a phase in the pandemic <gasps> where all we wanted to watch were Grisham. 90s like, yes. Grisham. Oh my God, yes. I did that too. <laughs> I did that it too. It was I so comforting. Yes. I don't know why. I watched The Firm. I watched yes. Pelican Brief. Yes. I watched The Client. Yep. Oh, I watched the all Client. of them. Oh my God, I watched... Uh, what happened to all those like... Oh, it was so good. I don't know. Trial it, movies. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, there was yeah. like a real period in the 90s yeah. where there was a ton of them ton. that came out. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And that like classic thriller we don't have anymore. Yeah. yeah like, it's so you know, true. We do not have classic thriller anymore. Yeah. I have a question because I'm not all the way through with Verity. Is that what it's going to turn into as a classic thriller? Because I think that movie is going to, uh, I think they're going to make that a movie. I don't know how they would be able to. I really don't. I heard that they were considering it's adapting like A lot it. of right, stuff is happening. Much. It's like, reading the way they're going to show her reading and like reenact like i think they have to reenact they it, yeah. had to have would have to reenact but so yeah, we're, we're talking about a book right now listeners uh, by colleen hoover and it if you do listen to it you may see it better because it's they have two women's voices they have oh. one woman narrating the main character and then one woman narrating verity so maybe that helps. They would do reenactments. I'm certain. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't tell me much more. Okay. No, but that yeah. it, it is kind of like an, an erotic thriller book. And I think that they're trying to move. It does not feel erotic with somebody reading it to me. I'll tell you that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's no, it's a, it, there's not a lot. I wish there was a little bit more erotic in it, but yeah. It's, no. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, you're going <laughs> to marry. I'm going to marry Denzel. Um, I definitely think they're it would be just a good relationship. He seems like somebody that you could have a conversation with. Like we wouldn't be arguing. We'd be having a discussion. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. It's Chris and I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're not arguing. You guys we're just, we're, just we're having a discussion. Um, and then, you know, I'm going to fuck Olivia Coleman. Oh, shit. oh, okay. You know what? I see it for you. I actually feel like, to me, I think Olivia Coleman's actually gonna be more fun. Yeah, I, like Olivia Coleman. Really Olivia Coleman's gonna do shots with you at the bar. Hell, <laughs> yes, she, she will. Yeah. Yes, she will. She's getting yeah. those rounds of shots. It's it's just it's gonna, gonna, be, gonna be, fun. be fun. In my gut, I had to go with my gut, and yeah. that's kind of what I feel. I know it's yeah. it's really tough. I um, we're all gonna do different stuff because okay. I'm gonna marry Olivia Coleman. I want to. I did that too. Yes, but no. Oh, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna marry uh, a. Olivia Coleman, I just think that she's just going to be fun. Like we're going to yeah. have so much fun. I don't think she takes life too seriously. Right. Like I would be happy to run lines with her. And I bet you yes. she's the type of person that you it run would. lines with who like if they get it wrong, they're like, oh, fuck shit. You know, like that's the kind <laughs> of sh- shit I like. I've run lines with a lot of people. And sometimes you run lines with people who get real like worked up and <sighs> like wound up. And that's not fun. Yeah. So I think that our marriage is going to be just a good time, relaxing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm going to fuck Denzel Washington. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, daddy. I'm right. I mean, almost too much where I'm like, especially since his son is so hot that yeah. I'm like, hmm, yeah. I feel a little like, and like closer to your age. Yeah. Much. yeah. And still <laughs> older than me. Yeah. Like, his son is still older than me, uh, but closer to my age. But I just, I don't know. It's that megawatt. I will never mm. not think of him as like sexiest man alive. Yeah, like, that's gonna in be the 90s. that's gonna be that pickup on oh, the wall yes. kind of thing. Yeah. He can do that. Yes, yes. yes. Oh. he's definitely gonna be able to do that. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, I always think about him in the Pelican Brief, and even though I don't think that they actually even kiss in that movie, the like yeah. energy, the is sexual very chemistry is very electric. Yeah, yeah. like that. I that's just very prime him too. Yeah, like. It's something about his smile. Like he's got this smile that is like disarming Mm -hmm. that like I'm like, and he's still got it. Yes, he does. Still got it. So um, I am going to fuck Denzel and love, love, love Jessica Chastain. I love everything she stands for. I think she's beautiful. Yes. Um, Like I said, I think she would be of the three, she's the one that I think would actually be the best long-term friend. Exactly. I I agree. To like, I want to go shopping with her. I want her to give me advice. I want us <laughs> to. I want her to be here on our I want her girls' on the group night. chat. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. all of that She'd stuff. She'd be so fun on the group chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but then yeah. we would no be way. like, I can't say anything. <laughs> what if she thinks I'm weird? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's almost like she's that friend who's like too pretty mm. and it should be an issue but she never makes you feel bad nah, nah. exactly <laughs> like me right <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, exactly like just that. like that <laughs> mm-hmm. all right well that was a good one you guys want to yeah. take five and we'll come back with stories sounds yes. good and we're back okay i'm gonna kick us off with stories since i have the tainted love this week this is from reddit i went on a date with this girl from tinder She super liked me and messaged first, so I was really happy to have someone interested. I asked if she'd like to go for a walk sometime, and she said she'd love to. So we get to walking, and like five minutes in, she asks if I have roommates. I say yes. I live with five people. Sidebar, wow. Um, (laughs) Maybe maybe it's a a house. Maybe it's a big house. Yeah. Yeah. He lives in a fraternity. Yeah. I'm just like, we just talked about needing our own space and like mm. the idea of living with five other no. people makes me want to break out in hives. Oh, Even if yeah. they're children, to be honest, that's too many yeah. people. Like, <laughs> I would love to live with you all on a compound where we yes. have separate houses. Yes. Honestly, I would, I would even be cool with my relationship being like that. I'm like, I'll wait from you across the breezeway like, we don't need to <laughs> you're like a um helena bonacarter and what's his yeah name? i'm like we can have two separate houses uh, yeah we can have houses that are joined Connected. by a hallway or something like that yeah i live with five other people and tell her about a few of them there's max matt mark wow that's a lot of m's wait mark smith i know him what's he been up wait, to i'm sorry mark is not that uncommon, uncommon of a name, name i'm assuming like- I'm assuming that he's using right. pseudon- fake names, fake names, but yeah. still, that's yep a quick mm-hmm. pickup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean Mark Smith? Wow. Yeah. Wait, Mark Smith. I know him. What's he been up to? So we start chatting about mm-hmm. my roommate, and she knows a lot about him. 
his family, the sports oh, no. he plays, his no. girlfriend. No. Every time I try to move the conversation somewhere else, she brings it back to Mark. No. She's not even pretending to be into me anymore. No. She's just fangirling out over my roommate. Is this twin flames? I just love him. His Girl. hair is always shiny and he smells so nice. Oh, Jesus. Who is saying right, that kind right? of right? On a date. <laughs> on a date. Your roommate is hot. Mm. He always smells so good. It smells what? good. She spends the full two hours talking about him and asking all sorts of questions. I didn't really know what to do, so I just boredly kept answering. When we get back to our cars, she shifts gears again. Hey, so I had a really great time. Want to go back to your place and have some fun? No. She's really creeping me out at this point, so I tell her I have homework to do and maybe later. I get back and tell Mark about the date and he knows exactly who she is. Oh, no. He picks up his phone and immediately calls the police. Oh, Oh, it is like twin flames. (laughs) Yes. They show up at the house, find the girl outside (gasps) in the backyard. No. And arrest her for violating a restraining order. (gasps) Honey. Oh, honey. It turned out that she was super unstable and had stalked my roommate since they went on one date almost a year prior. She recognized me from photos she had of him and used me to find out where he lived. No. Wow. No. Because Cassie and I have both been listening to the new Wondery podcast, Twin Flames. I don't think you've listened to it. No, I have not yet. yet. I have not heard of these people at all. Wow. It's basically like these two people create this website and this seminar called Twin Flames Universe where they're like, we had to fight so hard for our relationship and like we can teach you for the low cost of a few thousand dollars (laughs) how to find your twin flame. And it is all about them encouraging these people to go and like not... Not like take no for an answer. Don't take no for an answer. No for an answer. And like people went to fucking jail oh for stalking and harassment. The one it's, person who went to jail and then was like, they were like, but did you die basically? And what? she's like, no, then you got to keep trying then. Whoa. What? She just got out of jail for it. And they're like, well, yeah, no. I think you're did doing you, the right thing. Did you feel like you were being true to yourself? She's like, yeah. They're, they're what? Like, keep going. No, then. no. It's, it's wild. It's so cringe. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> I'd never heard of it before. It gives me chills. It makes me, cause you, your just, biggest thing. No, I know. I'm terrified obsession. right now. You would be terrified of this podcast. No, I'm yes. gonna. Am I gonna listen immediately? Yeah, like because <laughs> I, I need to know all of the ins and outs sure. of what it might happen. Messy. But, and I looked up these people too because I'm like, who are these people that are getting thousands of dollars to tell you how to do your love life? I need to get eyes on this, <laughs> Hun- honey, sweetie, baby. baby. Oh Angel. no, what it's a lot. is going on? It is a lot to take in. There are many photos. Fo- I was looking through my Google image, like shaking my head, all shoulders. What is going on? What is going on there? I have all the questions. I know. I can't wait. I know. Next I'm episode. only like four four <laughs> episodes in, so I'm like. Imagine though, like the police come to your house and she's in the backyard. Jesus, no! Like she's in the backyard. What was she gonna do? Did she just do that all the time? Is she just watching you through the window? Like, no, what's going she on? found him through her, this dude. <gasps> oh yeah, she followed him home. Oh god. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. So she wouldn't have found him if it wasn't for 
him oh. accepting this date. Also, how fucking awkward. Dude. How fucking terrible. You're like, oh, she really likes me. <laughs> she's like super like. And she the messaged whole, first the whole time. Super she's like, like, yeah. It's like, how about your roommate, Mark? He's so. <laughs> oh my god. He's so dreamy. <laughs> no. Oh god. Oh. All right. So. I got the story off Reddit and she says the time that she met a guy off of Reddit and it turned into the worst date of my life. Look, I love Reddit for a lot of things. Yep. I would not use Reddit as nope. a dating service. Not one time. That's going to be a no. Now, do I? Because there's definitely communities you're like that. Maybe you meet people you have common interests. In. That's true. Because you have like subreddits and stuff like yeah. that. That maybe. But it's a, it's the same as like anything else. Just buyer beware when you're yeah. talking to people online you know yeah definitely so this is uh this is the miracle of how i didn't become a body in the basement Ooh. many years ago i went on a date with a med student well technically he had graduated so i guess he was a doctor and you would uh, think uh, just already i'm like dateline has taught me strike mm-hmm. strike one doctor and <laughs> you would think <laughs> That might be like kind of a green flag in terms of normalcy, I suppose. Talking online, everything was fine. After weeks of chatting, we agree to hang out at his, which is a trek from mine. And it's like hoarder hell. But he did warn me. I just didn't expect it to be as bad as it was. Okay. Still, it was his parents' mess. So I didn't blame him. Just figured, huh, okay, guess we won't be hanging out here again. Well, why were you hanging out there in at all like that's kind of what i was thinking shop. Like, anywhere go to the park anywhere go anywhere anywhere that's very strange but she's driving so a hike to his place yes to, to apparently his parents place yeah why is a hoarder house why wouldn't apparently. he come to you or something i don't know i don't know anyway also I've got we just learned that don't do that either but well yeah. not, not at anyone's house just like meet at a like yeah at a starbucks place yeah exactly it's just it's very bizarre to me like if he is in that situation why he would want people to come over to it i wouldn't i would not no yeah absolutely not we go to his room and watch a movie and fuck bro the movie he picked should have been a red flag number two it was a fucking Catherine heigl movie where she falls in love with a spy like the most utter garbage you could pick (laughs) why (laughs) yet alone own on dvd wow <laughs> that's his mom she DVD. comes in and like real hot she's that's like i fucked this movie look katherine heigl was in some real stinkers yeah uh in like the early 2000s there she was in some rom-coms that the ugly truth that one with gerard oh, Butler is Lord. the worst movie i've ever seen. like it's maybe well speaking of the ugly truth i don't know what the ugly truth is with katherine heigl because i remember being told that she was an utter Bitch that's what or I whatever yeah. but then now looking back i'm like maybe she was just an assertive maybe, lady maybe she just had you know an Opinions. opinion yeah yeah she um so my friend did her hair like exclusively for a long time mm-hmm. um and he said that she was actually very sweet but she did get a lot of feedback i can tell you when it all went downhill for her was when she was nominated for an Emmy for Grey's Anatomy. And she was like, honestly, she's like, I don't feel like I deserve it. I didn't really have a strong season this season. Like I wasn't written a lot. Oh. And they were like, oh, so you don't like your storyline? You don't like how you're being written? Oh, they thought and she people was criticizing like, the writing. Yeah. 
And so oh. it came, it kind of maybe came off that way, but people were definitely like, oh, well, you don't deserve it, you snooty bitch. And, blah, blah, blah. and, I so and then she made turn. comments nah. after Knocked Up where right. she was just like, she didn't like that the men were written to be like lovable, kind of well, dopey. Which she's she absolutely yeah. right about. And she's like, all the women are like nags. Nags. Yeah. Shrews. Is she wrong? She's not wrong. I no. know. But it was, thing. but it was like, what, 2003? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. like wrong time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm offer ironically watching a shitty movie, preferably under the influence. Anyway, I get through that hell and somehow my horny ass is still willing to make out. As we're making out, I see a piece of paper on taped onto his wall. On it is a list. No, I'm scared. Of every woman he has ever been with. No. Stop. Oh, he's every taped on his wall. Sexual act he had Stop done it. was them. For example. Anne Marie came on face. <gasps> Sarah, <gasps> cream pie sex. Oh, Laura, oh, ah! <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> almost crawled over that chair. Does he have an Excel doc? You know what I mean? Just, Where he's like drop down like menu. An Excel doc would be better because at least it's not public. Like he's at his parents' house. Just his mom comes in to like fucking wall. Dude, dude. I was freaked out and asked him to take me home because I didn't want to spend $150 on a cab ride. <laughs> I know, I, I know my life should be worth more than $150, but what can I say? I wasn't thinking straight. So he drives me home and it's dark at night. We get on the highway and he just starts freaking out and crying about how he fucked everything up. And his face is murderous. He's driving like a maniac. Oh, I'm tense no. as fuck, trying to calmly direct him away from killing us both. I somehow make it home alive, obviously, and vow never to date again. Wow. You have it taped to your wall? That's What is the point of that? And you have somebody else over? I, I just, I, I don't understand. Like, help me to understand. Because we tell these stories. And so me as an empathetic person, I try to put myself in that yes. person's shoes. What is your motivation? Ooh. What are you looking for out of this you are already like inviting somebody to an uncomfortable situation like a hoarding situation is something that is uncomfortable for a lot of people i know i would peel my fucking skin off i i get nervous sometimes like with like pens not being straight on the desk you know what i mean yes like so yes you're already at that level yeah why do you have it taped on and, your wall and you yes. don't think I have somebody over this might make somebody uncomfortable like you don't I just that don't doesn't know. come to your head at he all there's taking, no self-awareness no he I, I don't think he was taking into account what would make her uncomfortable yeah. or comfortable at all like I, I already find this situation unless you're in high school having someone come over to your parents house to lay on your bed and watch Ugh, a DVD a with you oh, is like very weird for a first date like very weird yeah i mean i still get triggered by the dvd menu for zoolander <laughs> <laughs> i do too only because i fall asleep to fall it, asleep like, to 50, it. <laughs> 50 and like wake up and ha 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 like what it's like oh my god <laughs> oh my gosh all right i got mine from reddit as well it's a twofer <laughs> he says i've had two comically bad dates the first she ordered the most expensive beer on the menu and tried to pressure me to drink also but I was driving us both. Then she kept belching loudly oh. on no. purpose. No, oh. I just wanted the date over with. Then when I went to drop her off, she asked for me to drop her several houses down from the house I picked oh. her up from. When I asked her why, 
She said her boyfriend was home now and oh. she didn't want me him to see me and get mad. Oh. So that's why. Oh my God. Just like, drop me off here. <laughs> oh my God. Fine. Uh, Fine. Another turned out to be a huge Trump fan Ugh. that said the only thing she disagreed with him on, the only thing, only mm-hmm. thing. was the wall. The reason was it was not punitive enough. She said it would be better and less money to just use landmines. <gasps> what the fuck? Psychopath. <laughs> sociopath. A hundred, like, w- landmines. Are you fucking I, kidding let's me? Let's just commit a war crime. Like, what? God damn. That's the most. Can That's you imagine se- someone saying that to no, you on a date? One fucking. It one. would be cheaper just to murder them terribly. Nine, like one fucking one. That person is sick in their head. Yes. If you actually think that someone who is fleeing something and trying to make a better life for themselves deserves, deserves to, to die? die, deserves to die. Oh, Landmine. Like God. you're so fucked up. Then no, when I was waiting for my more. Uber. <laughs> She invited me back to her place for sex. And I said something like, um, we don't have anything in common and we have a different worldview. That's not really compatible, which I feel like Fair. is the most, yeah, like the nicest thing, mm-hmm. you the nicest, nicest way thing. you could say that. Mm-hmm. She then got really hands on and was trying to stick her hands down my pants. Bitch, what? And I pushed her That's away assault. again. That's assault. It's assault. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I don't Psycho. care which direction this goes. No. Like, don't. It's, someone has already said no. He said like, no already. In a very clear very. and like nice yeah. way. So for like, you to put your hands on another human being in a sexual way is assault. Don't do it. She asked what the matter was. And I told her, again, we're not compatible. And she tried the hands thing again. I pushed her what away wrong with you? and said, yo. I think your worldview is vile and it's dog shit. Don't touch me. We're not having sex. We're not going to be friends. And we're not going to talk after this. No. Well, I mean, true. I love it. She got pissed. She started calling me soy boy and cuck. Whoa. And all the lame things the right says that don't actually mean anything. What in the goddamn hell? Soy boy. You fucking psychopath. You goddamn sociopath. You want fucking people to die on landmines because of a border crossing and you're goddamn Okay, soy boy. Okay. It's so lame. Okay. Right? You got me. You sound no. like a 15-year-old boy on 4chan. Like, totally. oh, it. God. She was yelling when the Uber showed up. So I got in and that told Uber the dude driver was to like leave quickly. Get out of You know that here. Uber driver pulled up and was like Oh, God. Get in. I don't get paid enough for this shit. Then my phone started going off. She was texting me. It was like two or three words a message. She was really blowing it up. So I just turned off the phone. I got home and I went to bed. But in the morning, I turned on my phone and it erupted with all of her messages. Holy. Over 400 of them. Jesus God. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But he's the cuck. He's the snowflake. Mm. Um, I believe it's soy boy for you. <laughs> soy boy? The fuck is... Oh! <laughs> I am so furious right now. Honestly those furious. Were, they, those were three real like zingers, zingers this week. Ooh, <sighs> we. 
Damn. Well. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't love where this is going. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Um, it's not. Do you need f- to apologize in it, advance? Yeah. Because it's, it's not fun. I feel like Christina always comes in and she's like, hey, let's. Let's talk about something kind of like weird and quirky, like a talking parrot, you know, or whatever. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, be the, I wouldn't record saying that I had the talking parrot story first. I just, everybody keeps forgetting about my talking, your, what, I had when? a talking parrot story where she gave, he gave away the murderer. What? We've had two parrot yes. stories. Yes, we have had two parrot stories. Well, shit. Yeah. Now yeah. I feel like I now need to find a parrot, parrot story. Honey, talking parrot you story. had little Sebastian. So <laughs> oh, like you had the baby wait, the baby with wait. his bow and arrow on yes. little Sebastian. Yes. So I don't know what you're that talking about. That fake ass story you made up. <laughs> no shit. Dude, uh, what? I wish I'd made up that story. Oh, that's so uh, good. I wish I had that creativity. <laughs> Me too. Like for real. Okay. So I am going to tell the story of Molly McLaren. And this was not one that I knew previously. Like it came up on <laughs> my my YouTube is now starting to suggest more and more like creepy shit, weird, true crime stuff. Oh, my God. When you go down up. a YouTube rabbit hole, it's, yeah. it's, it's something like, else. Here's this horrible thing you've never heard of. Yeah. Uh, you want to watch it? So I was like, yes, I, I would like to do that. Yeah. Uh, and so I got a lot of this information. Um from a it kind of feels like a dateline type show for the uk called true crime central but i'm not sure if it's i'm not sure if it's a show or if it's a youtube channel but if it's a youtube channel it is high quality like highly produced like it feels like you're watching dateline kind of okay um so i got it from that and then there was also a bustle article So Molly McLaren was a 21-year-old health and fitness student at the University of Kent in the UK. And I know it's become somewhat of a cliche within true crime circles, that whole like she lit up a room trope. Yeah. Uh, But that is really the vibe you get from this. She was actually made of stardust. (laughs) Yeah. She was actually one of those twilight. Yes. Um, She bitch lit up a room. Lit up a room. That's not going to be in my dateline obituary. (laughs) At all. Don't fucking lie. You had to be dragged into a room. (laughs) (laughs) Christina always canceled last minute by text because she liked to sit on the couch. My (laughs) God, triggered. Christina got home and put on comfy pants and decided she didn't want to (laughs) come. Oh my God. But I mean, like, that really is the vibe that you get from this this woman like if you see pictures of her first of all beautiful Mm -hmm. like she looks like a disney princess she's got these big blue eyes and she's blonde and just like just really like beautiful and everyone who knew her said that she was charming and outgoing and like really smart and she was loved by both her friends and her teachers like they even interviewed teachers who were like yeah like she was just a joy to have around wow um yeah, which is just when you're watching a show like this, you're like, that's... It kind of makes you not want to be a joy to be around. Just right, So yeah. that you don't end up in a Dateline episode because you oh. feel like those are the only people who end up there, it's right? It's true. Yeah. yeah. No, so you, there's... I have no chance of that. I'm starting to get nervous because I feel like people might be like, she was so delightful. I'm going to start being a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Gotta Can't inch. be me. Can't be me. It's Can't catch me. me. I'm gingerbread man. <laughs> Molly was really passionate about fitness so much 
so that she actually started her own fitness blog where she would post her workout routines and healthy meals, etc. I wish I liked exercise. Mm. You know, I have bits, like I, bouts when I do. I like it after I do it, but I don't love it. The way mm-hmm. that some people are like, I fucking love Drive. exercising. Yeah. And I'm like, I yeah, you I get had. the sense she loves to exercise. Like, and I, I feel like I can get to that place, but the issue is when I get in that place, I have to never, ever take a break mm-hmm. because yeah. the minute that I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give myself a couple months off for the holidays. It's mm. over. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. KO'd for me. Yeah. No, there are people who are like really into it. It's like a hobby. It's like friend Jill. Like, yeah. yeah. They were I like, wish I had that. Like yeah. for me, I love reading. I love mm-hmm. listening to music. Or yeah. Those are the, I wish that I felt the same way about exercising. Yeah. For me, I'm like, this mm-hmm. is off mandatory mandated yes. yeah i'm doing it like i homework. always look forward to being done with it yes i'm like i know i'll feel good exactly. when it's over like i will feel great when it's over but like doing it i'm never happy starting it nope. i'm never happy in the middle in the of middle? It. In the middle no nope. i'm questioning every decision i've ever made in my yeah. life in the middle of a run like uh-huh. i'm like oh my god like i think i'm gonna die <laughs> what has this come to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm all like I do have asthma. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, you got Molly like running with a phone talking. Okay. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. all right, this She's bitch. like, I'm going to vlog this. I'm yeah. like, I yeah. mean, I, I'm not, I not hating on her or anything like that. I'm like, no, I'm, I wish. I wish. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wish I could walk up the stairs in my work <laughs> and not have an asthma attack and yeah. I just die. <laughs> but even with her love of fitness, as many young people experience, and I feel like also just many people in general uh, experience this. Um, those things can sometimes being fixated on like working out and health, especially if you're doing it publicly, it can quickly kind of like spin out of control. Um, I didn't even know about the term orthorexia until I was an adult, which is like orthorexia is an eating disorder basically where you are fixated on health. Like often, like you, like you won't eat things unless they're like you feel like they're healthy. Yep. Like a lot of people, um, I know somebody with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a lot of people who are in like fitness spaces, mm-hmm. kind of low key, have that, and it can it can get unhealthy very quickly. So basically, they're like one of those people who watch like works out. They the calories no, no. that they put in. No, no, that's or? exercise bulimia. So right. oh, orthorexia okay. is like you're only going Sorry. to eat nothing but salads or nothing but like plain chicken breasts or so you can kind of control what you're eating when things become like a fixation like i love reading books but if i started to like not show up to my job or only reading books it's this it's it's kind of like that but with fitness where it becomes like you're living your life for fitness it becomes more of an unhealthy well, and yeah and it's, and it's yeah. specifically and it, food as well like i um i used to watch this person on youtube who i'm not gonna out on here but they were they did skincare it wasn't they didn't have a fitness channel but they were also like a raw vegan and mm. they would do their like what i eat in a daze and mm. you could see her progressively getting like thinner and thinner mm-hmm. on like when you watch these videos and when you saw what she was eating you were like yeah That's you're not very specific yeah yes you've restricted your diet to such a point yeah. where like you will only eat like raw spinach and sunflower seeds or whatever and like that because you that can't be you, good it's not yeah well and, how about that on that podcast the, the only thing that they were gonna eat okay, is hot dogs, hot dogs? listen <laughs> of all Sorry. the foods of all of all the foods anyway, anyway. No. sorry 
And I don't know if that's exactly what she had going on. Um, I only brought that up because I really do think it's something that people should talk about more yeah, as yeah. a form as a Was form of, of disordered it. eating. But she did struggle with disordered eating, bulimia, and also anxiety. She oh. had um, pretty severe anxiety. But she was working really hard to combat that with the support of her close friends. So she let her friends in that she was struggling. Nice. They were really, really supportive. And really emphasized that she got up every day and chose to like make decisions to battle her illness and like work oh. through her anxiety. So she was recovering from yeah. her for from her eating disorder. Um she was described as not being super focused on finding a boyfriend or a romantic relationship at the time. She was more interested in her blog and her studies. But once the school year was over and summer rolled around, she figured that she'd give dating a try. So she downloads Tinder. It's hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. Yeah. yeah. She quickly matched with 24-year-old Joshua Stimson. So Molly was definitely not the impulsive type of person. So even though Josh only lived about nine miles away from Molly, they chatted on the app, getting to know each other, occasionally talking on the phone for a few months before she met up with him in person. She was like... I'm not I'm not gonna just like jump into something. Right, right. Yeah. Come to your parents' house and watch a Katherine Heigl movie on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So once they do finally meet up in person after a couple of months, things seem to be going really well. They're both very attractive young people. They've got similar goals, similar interests. They like to work out together. Um, they're just very much typical people in their early 20s. And I think something that's interesting about stories like this that are pretty recent and dealing with young people is that you can track their relationship in photographs on Instagram, right? Like, so there's pictures of them, you know, together, selfies at concerts, out at bars, what have you. It's her first serious relationship and they both seem very happy, very smitten with each other. She really felt like this was a person that she could open up to. And in turn, he really opened up to her as well. They both had a lot of um, anxiety. He struggled with depression. So they were able to kind of like relate to each other on that level, kind of talk about their insecurities and help each other work through them. She felt like she had kind of like that twin flame situation, you know? (laughs) So despite the fact that Molly was very active on social media. She seemed to be a pretty private person and waited about four or five months before introducing Josh to her friends. And I don't know if this was just because she was enjoying those early days of a relationship uh, and didn't want outside opinions or because she wanted to make sure the relationship was real before she brought her friends into it. Both mm-hmm. totally valid. Like For sure. I feel like lots of people are like that. I wouldn't wait four or five months. There's, there's also, Depends, I think... Yeah. I think there's times and not to say that this is one of them, but there are times when you're dating somebody and you like them, but you're not but, sure but where you, they're at. You know that your friends aren't going to like, uh, well, and you know what I mean? That's precisely it's, why I wouldn't wait four or five months because yeah. I don't trust. I trust you before I trust yeah. anyone you're I'm like, dating. And I'm like, but you need, also don't want to. your friends to tell you no. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like yeah. I've only been eating cake. 
and you don't want your friends to know you've only been eating cake because they're gonna be like girl that's not healthy yeah, yeah. Stop, and you're stop like eating cake. but i still want to eat cake so <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna wait to tell you about this for four to five months <laughs> yeah because i'm enjoying I'm eating really, this cake <laughs> really liking cake right now yeah <laughs> it's literally gonna be the title of this episode is i'm really liking cake right now because <laughs> i feel like that says a lot about where i'm at <laughs> i got cake in the fridge right now yeah. oh we're having, uh, we're having march cake. is the month of cake yeah. too because it's everybody's goddamn cake, birthday cake, 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 i mean cake. and you can keep that party going until april 10th baby. That's yeah. right yeah. uh so either way for whatever reason um when molly finally does introduce josh to her friends they sense that something is just off they're like with babe him. you can't just eat cake yeah mm, josh is the cake of people nope. <laughs> he's not that's doing a disservice to cake so oh, he's uh-oh. not super friendly or chatty with them and Hate they're him. just seeing red flags so her mm-hmm. friend group is see and she close. knew she knew she knew mm-hmm. she knew her friends she had it in her yeah head. weren't gonna but she was yes yeah her friend group is you guys would get like it would warm your heart to i'm in watch them talk about her mm. because it's so clear that like it's they us. were close like and they did text each other and you know they were close for instance you know some of these red flags one of molly's friends made a joke with him and afterwards, he kind of went in on Molly, like when they were alone. So when they left, she made some kind of joke. She didn't specify what the joke was about. But later, Josh went in on Molly saying that her friend was trying to get between them. She's trying to get between uh, us. Right. That's that doesn't it's not track good. on my friend group. So yeah. Molly also started telling her friends that Josh was starting to do things that made her feel suffocated like showing up at her house unannounced or inserting himself into either solitary activities or activities that she would normally do with her friends, like studying. Like there was mm. no reason. No. Why would you just hang? Why would you just want to hang out with someone while I'm they're studying? studying. No. I'm busy. Yeah. Yeah. This don't. isn't fun for you. Right? I can guarantee you don't want to come hang out with me when I'm studying. Just no one would. Yeah. So I was reading Ver- Verity the other day and I was like entrenched in it. I was like almost through with it. And then like all of a sudden I hear laughter and Eric was sitting on the couch. He was like watching TV. He's like, you don't realize I've been trying to talk to you for like 25 minutes. Yeah, no, no. And I'm like, I, sure no. don't. I literally Do didn't literally hear, not see I didn't hear at all. You know, he's yeah. like, it's so weird. He's like, you're, I was like, I f- it feels like my ears turned off. Yeah. No. Chris can have a TV on. He can have anything going on and mm-hmm. he can read with no problem. He does the same thing. Yeah, my ear, it, it's like weird. I get into the words and like I, li- he was like, I was talking to you. He was right next to me on the couch too. He's like, I've been trying to talk to you for 20 See, minutes. See, I, I can hear Touch when me. someone is get trying. Get me out of that trance. I'm I can gonna- hear when someone's trying to talk to me and it actually like annoys me. Like I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm reading. Like Hi. I'm reading. I'm busy. Like <laughs> you're interrupting uh, me. home right now. But yeah. if you leave a message. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> 100%. I'll get back to you. Write it on a sticky note. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. But I'm busy at the moment. Uh, <laughs> Write it on a sticky note. <laughs> like, so when Molly voices that she feels like she needs space, she texts Josh and she says, we can't be together 24-7. I'm starting to feel really pressured. He responds badly. He uh-huh. starts gaslighting her. He's calling her names and then refusing to apologize for any of it, making Molly feel like she's in the wrong. It's classic abusive yep. gaslighting. Bullshit. Like, yep. yeah, like you did this, you know, because you made me feel this way, whatever. <laughs> okay. But she feels bad. Like she feels like she's in the wrong. You know, she's, I think, 21 years old right now. And so she stays with him, but only for 
a few more months. Feeling trapped and suffocated, Molly decides to end things with Josh after a few months. When she does so, he bombards her phone with texts. Every day, she wakes up to a barrage of text messages from Josh, begging and pleading with her to give him one more chance. Eventually, he wears her down. And after a few weeks, against the advice of her girlfriends, Mm -hmm. she takes him back. Like, you know, she's like, okay, we're going to give this another shot. As soon as they're back together, he picks up right where he left off. Of course, he had made all of these promises that he was going to change. He was going to be different. But he's exactly the same. He's even more controlling and domineering. He's showing up at girls' nights out with no, Molly's friends, uninvited, right? Not. And generally, just none not, of our guys would ever. No, and it would be weird if they did. Like, How yeah. hard is that when that's your friend and you want nothing more than to kidnap them or just shake them? Be like, yeah. this is dangerous, like, honey. You in danger, girl? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So. He generally just did not allow Molly to leave his side for any length of time, really. Like, she couldn't go anywhere without him going with her. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. In May of 2017, Molly decided that maybe the two of them just needed some time away to patch things up, just the two of them. So she plans a vacation. And it should say something about the relationship that Molly's friends were very concerned about her going away with him alone. Yeah, yeah. Like they were like, mm, he's already trying to isolate you. And now like you're going to go get to take a plane somewhere yeah. far away where like none of us could come pick you up if we needed to, you know? Oof. So sure enough, her friends began receiving texts from Molly that everything was going really very badly. She didn't go into specifics, but she said that spending time with Josh was terrible. And at one point she texted a friend, help me. Like she was just like, I, I don't know if she felt like she was necessarily in any physical danger, but it was just so terrible. We've all been there. Like it's just, you're in a bad spot. And I think that that help me was almost more of like help me get the strength to yeah. end this i was just gonna I'm say so unhappy i literally was just seeing cassie and mm-hmm. like i've got miles so. yeah here we go i'll get on a plane i'll get on Girl, a plane already there yeah yeah you know my ass knock, knock, right. knock. Like, you gotta you gotta be yeah. ready yep. you gotta be ready for me to already be at your door uh-huh. yeah yeah you say the word she's right you outside your hotel room out my name <laughs> you know wherever i am I will come running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will. Uh, so when they get back from this vacation, Molly was determined to end things, though she dreaded it. I mean, we all have been there. Like when you know you need to end a relationship, but you're like, oh, well, she, right. she already well, knows what his reaction right. is, which yeah. is scary. And like, I'm sure her imagination is, um, she's not safe to end yeah. that relationship. If that's yeah. how he, he's reacted thus far. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You have to be so planned. Mm-hmm. You almost have to just be already out the door. Well, here's what she did, which is also, um, look, I don't advocate for public fights between couples usually, uh, but sometimes you got to do it. But on June 17th, 2017, Molly was out with friends celebrating her 23rd birthday And Josh showed up and the two of them had an argument, at which point Molly finally snaps and she blurts out that she doesn't want to be with him anymore. Good. So she breaks up with him there in the bar and her friends describe that he reacted quite violently to the news and began shouting before leaving the bar. And then that's when we step in. Yeah, exactly. So her doing it in a public place was actually like with her friends. That's right. And then you leave that stuff i know it's hard you're 23 and you don't have money but fuck stuff 
Honestly, yeah. fuck stuff. That's you right. You don't ever have to see, like, fuck it. Block, fuck, you, fuck all this stuff. You we'll know, get you stuff. Or, you know, everybody, that whole posse comes to get your That's stuff. Exactly don't go get your right. fucking stuff by yourself. That's yeah. exactly fucking right. So after this, he begins harassing her on social media to such a degree that she blocks him on all communication mm-hmm. platforms, mm-hmm. which is the right thing to do. But it enraged mm-hmm. Josh. So what Molly and her friends and family don't know is that Josh has a history of violent behavior towards ex-girlfriends. When one past girlfriend broke up with him, he spit in her face. No, absolutely mm-hmm, not. Mm-hmm. You know. That to me is such a vile. You might as well that's slap a, me. That's very violent. Yes. Yes. You might as well slap me. I would rather it's, you slap me. It's as as bad as a slap. Like it is violent. Yeah. It, you. Mm-hmm. Another girlfriend, he slashed her tires. Yet another said that he would follow her and take pictures of her, sending her one of herself in her backyard, which is scary. Whoa. Uh, This same girlfriend said that when they were together during a bout of rage, he threatened to drown her. Oh, my God. Now, Josh turned this attention to Molly. He started making derogatory posts about Molly on Facebook revealing intimate details about their relationship and also spreading lies about Molly using cocaine and other drugs, which was a big deal because she'd built this kind of like, yeah, this she, she's all about health and fitness. Like right. that's her brand basically. Yeah. And yeah. he's saying that she's doing all of these drugs and he's tagging her family members in these posts and in these photos because he knows that sh- she'll see them because oh, yeah. she's blocked, but they'll tell her. So, and you need, um, and you be a good family member and you block him too. Mm. When her family and friends start to block Josh on social media platforms, he starts creating WhatsApp accounts and continues the abuse there at one point promising in a post that there's more to come. Like he's like, I'm not letting up. Like this isn't over. Jesus Christ. At this point, Molly is terrified. She starts texting um, those around her that she's afraid he's going to hurt her. He knows where she lives and he knows of an upcoming vacation her parents have planned that would put them out of the area for two weeks. So she's scared. On June 22nd. Then you live with me for two weeks. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. On June 22nd, only five days after Molly ended things with Josh, she and her mother decide to print out all of Josh's threatening messages and file a police report Uh, Yep, and try to get those posts removed. So the police officer at the station decides to call Josh. She's like, here's what I'm going to do. So he calls Josh, puts, um, puts him on speakerphone and tells him to take all of the content down so they can hear the conversation because he's on speakerphone. The officer warns Josh to stay away from Molly and says to him, we aren't going to have to talk about this again, are we? And Josh replies, aren't we? To the cops. Wow. Which is just like chilling. That's that is chilling. But in a way, like how many of these stories have we done where it's like when you get into this, like being harassed online or or being stalked. In this way, how many stories are there where the cops just are like mm-hmm. all, all shoulders? Yep. Like they haven't really done anything. This is yet. probably the most somebody's ever done at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've Truly. printed out like they fucking three ring binder full of threats that yep. this person has made. And he even aren't we? Aren't we? Yeah, we're gonna have to deal with this again. Like he just basically how, tells the cops, "I'm not gonna stop." How do you even take care of a situation like this? Like, what can you do? Like, what is the? I mean, because I don't know. 
I don't we'll talk about it at the end. I have some ideas, but I I think it is important that we talk about because I feel like this situation, it does come up a lot. And especially in online dating and in an online world, we should at least, I guess, try to be like, maybe try this or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, I want to. I do want to. Um, so this obviously terrified Molly and her mother who decided to print out pictures of Josh to distribute around the neighborhood, asking that they like her neighbors, please be on the lookout for this man. Like if you see this guy in this neighborhood, call like call the cops, you know, let us know, whatever. And everybody's like, that's not my business. <laughs> I, not me. I'll be the neighbor. Yeah, who's like, I'm, yeah, like, I'm, I'm not, already, I'm like never leaving my mm-hmm. window. I got binoculars. Yep. I went and bought some binoculars at Lowe's. And <laughs> Posted up. I'm posted up yep. on my window. Yep. Mm-hmm. Every person that walks by, I am literally, I work right by my window anyway. I don't think every person that walks by, I know. Like, I've got my <laughs> <Yeah>. eyes on you. <laughs> on June 27th, the police call Molly and tell her that Josh has told them that he's agreed to take down his abusive posts. So Molly is breathing a sigh of relief. She's thinking, like, okay, maybe we're on the like, things are going to wind up, you know? Never no. let your guard up. But what she doesn't know is that Josh had somehow manipulated another girl into friending Molly online. And this girl has been feeding information about Molly's whereabouts to Josh based on Molly's posts. Oh, no, girl. Why would you do that? I don't know. But this guy's a manipulator. Like, I I really feel like, you know, so he's been tracking her movements. Don't. Mm -hmm. Don't. I think when you're going through stuff like that, make sure your page is private, A. And don't make friends with anybody that you don't personally know yeah, for a yes. long time. There's absolutely some things in this story that I think that it's why it's a I know. I a don't want to blame her. Yeah, this is not victim blaming. We're trying yes. to. This is the reason why true crime exists is mm-hmm. because you hear a story and then you try to think like, what could I do to prevent something like that happening 100%. to me? And I feel like and oftentimes. victim blaming no, at all. No, I'm no. not blaming God, her no. at all. Like. Because I feel like even though she knows it's bad, right? It's humiliating. He's responding badly. They've been to the police. They've done these things. But I also think there's still a part of you that thinks like he's just acting out. Sure. He just needs to get over it eventually. He'll get over it. Someone else. Right. And she doesn't know that he has a violent history. She, this is her first serious relationship. She's a baby angel. I don't think she really thought that it was going to escalate, you know, even to this degree. So the next day, as Molly is getting ready for a night out with girlfriends, she posts a selfie saying, and it's tagged where she's going to be at dinner oh, that honey. night. So Baby. Josh sees this. And while the girls are having dinner, he shows up at the restaurant with another woman. And at the time, Molly and her friends think that, you know, he's blocked on all of on all of our pages. This is probably just a coincidence. And they're consoling Molly because they're like, oh, gosh, that sucks that you have to witness your ex-boyfriend who you just broke up with, like on a date with someone else. And she said that she didn't feel jealous at all, She's which like, is thank God, which is how she knew that she didn't love him anymore. And she was like, I'm fully ready She's to move like, on. Hope, hopefully yeah. he is, too. Yeah. yeah. Though he does do little acts of intimidation throughout the night, mainly things like just staring or smiling at Molly or walking by their table when he doesn't have to. The girls don't feel especially threatened. They're in a public place and Molly gets home safe and everyone just kind of moves on. They're like weird that we were at the same restaurant but it's fine you know now if i was one of those friends i i would be i my temper because of what you've put my friend through yeah i i feel confident that i would say something fucking shitty yeah Yeah. here's the other thing though too this this is when 
sometimes I have to say this because I feel like this is a situation in which your friends are like, you know what? You probably shouldn't go home tonight. I know this is weird, but I really don't feel like you should be alone. This is when you talk your friends out of their gut behavior feelings too. Well, I think because, she lived with her parents. Oh, so she was going but her home. Were no, not yet. Oh, okay. Not okay, yet. Okay, so okay. she, her parents were at then. home, yeah. I think. So they made sure she got to her car and then they were like, you know, she got home safe. She texted them to let them know she was home okay. safe. And so I think that they were like, okay, but he didn't do anything at the restaurant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing to be concerned about it. Yeah. Point. So the next morning, Molly follows her usual routine, mm. which I, there's also a thing to put a pin in that, you know, yeah. switch up your routine God. whenever. Oh, it's like yeah. awful that we have to have these conversations. Yeah. That we literally are just like, which is, yeah, you should be able yeah. to just live your life. You should. Right? You know, she didn't do anything wrong. Not a thing. Um, So she gets up, she puts on her workout clothes, she drives to the gym where she plans to shoot a workout routine for her blog. At just before 10 a.m., the gym is relatively quiet, and so she moves into a room where she can work out on her own. She does go into a pretty much empty room. I think that it was probably because she wanted to shoot some stuff in there. Yeah. So not long into her workout, Josh enters the empty room. Oh, my God. And he sets up a mat right next to her. No. Like right next to her mat. And this obviously freaks her out. She gets up. She moves away from him. And she texts her friend Amy saying that Josh has just come in and set up next to her. And now alarm bells are going off for her friend because she's like, he turned up last night at the restaurant. And now he's at the gym at the same time as you. Mm -hmm. Like something isn't right. Yeah. Right. So you can watch the CCTV footage of this interaction because there's a camera in the room. The gym has a camera and there's also a camera of the stairwell coming up into the room. So you can watch him come up the stairs. He turns to go into the room. Then you see him kind of change his mind. He turns around, goes halfway back down the stairs and then turns back around and goes. Into oh, the room. God. oh, no, that's mm-hmm. terrifying. It's very scary. So you can also see on the video the moment Molly approaches. So she's texting her friend. She's texting her mom. She's like, this is super weird. What do I do? So she eventually approaches him and asks him what he's doing there. Like, why isn't he at work? To which he replied, it's none of her business. She's like, it's none of your business what I do anymore. Or he is, you know, whatever. So Molly is texting both her mom and her friend, and they both advised that she leave the situation. Yeah, I was just like, run, right, run, yeah, run right. screaming. But before she can, Josh gets up and leaves abruptly, and Molly stays for a little while longer, presumably wanting to make sure that Josh is gone before yeah. she leaves the gym. So when she does, she texts Amy again to say that she's leaving, and then she texts saying, I'm always looking over my fucking shoulder, which mm-hmm. I think is the thing that is so scary like you just can't live your life right Mm -hmm. and amy replies and tells her to get home safe and that you know don't worry about it like just get home safe josh is a psycho right that's what she says when molly doesn't reply amy assumes that she's driving home but in reality josh had been circling the parking lot waiting for molly to leave and when she did he quickly parked his car crossed the parking lot and jumped into molly's passenger seat before (gasps) she could pull away at just after 9 a.m. on June 29th, 2017, Josh viciously attacks Molly with a paring knife, stabbing her 75 times. Jesus <gasps> oh Christ. My God. So she tried to fight him off. She's screaming. She's honking her horn. But in the end, she died within minutes. Oh Jesus Christ. So hearing Molly's friends talk about the effect hearing about her murder had on them is devastating like it made me it made me feel like 
what I would feel if, if I we lost out. one of our group. Yeah. 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 Oh my like, God. I'm like tearing up sad. right now. Yeah. Especially the friend who like literally was just talking to her and she's blaming oh herself God. because she's like, I told her to leave. Maybe if I had told her like stick around, he would have gotten bored circling the parking lot and he would have left. And you know, so there's so just, many what ifs yeah. that you can look back and be like, Oh, what if we did that in this yeah. situation? But like, honestly, no, I do have to say Okay, so what I was saying earlier about like trusting your friends' guts too, like like you know, there's times when we are like, no, it's fine, it's fine. You don't have to do that. You don't have to X Y Z. You don't have to come do that. You don't have to. Don't talk your friends out of something yeah. that they feel strongly about doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Because that's just as scary for them as well. Like, yeah. if, if you guys were like, I'm in a situation, I'm already on my fucking way. We already said this earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of feel like don't talk me out of that. Like if I have that gut feeling, trust my gut as well as yours. Yeah. Like I don't feel like you're safe and I just want to make sure that you're safe. Right. Yeah. And I would feel better following you home in a car, pulling up, picking you up myself or whatever it is or doing that thing or or you staying with me, whatever it is. Like, yeah, because that effect on you when something actually happens and like I should have done I more. Should have, I should have like, forced not her. Not only did you lose your friend, but then you also feel that that kind of way, like that you might have right. been able to prevent it. And I'm sure her mom feels the same oh, way. Like oh I God. should have just driven down and picked, picked you up, up from oh the from God. the gym. You know, heartbreaking. Like, all of yeah. these things, but it's just I think we also never want to believe that the worst could happen. Like That's I think right. we're yeah. we're like it's true. We just think that like oh maybe I'm being dramatic about this you know and it's nothing and it's coincidence and whatever Mm -hmm. you know so josh is arrested at the scene because like i said i mean she didn't have time to go anywhere they were still in the parking lot of this gym so during his trial in january of 2018 josh now 26 makes a plea for manslaughter on the grounds of diminished responsibility denying the charge of murder this Mm -hmm. fucking piece of shit yeah he's terrible During the trial, the extent of his previous violent and obsessive behavior with ex-girlfriends, two of whom testified, is revealed to the public and to Molly's family and friends who are shocked and dismayed to learn that Josh had been known to police for threatening behavior. Molly's father, Doug McLaren, was outraged to discover this and angry that the Kent Police Department had not taken the previous allegations more seriously. The police had never charged Josh with any of the past incidents, and since they were taken down as just allegations, Molly and her mom were unable to access this information in the police database when they went to the police about the social media posts. Because if it had actually, if he'd been charged with something, they would be like, okay, we have a record of this. Repeat offender. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After this, the Kent police reported itself to the Independent Police Complaints Commission. They're oh, like, Jesus we know Christ. we fucked up. Yeah. We know we fucked Damn. up. Yeah. The jury took just four hours to convict Joshua Stimson of murder, rejecting his plea of diminished responsibility. Good. He was sentenced to life in prison with a minimum of 26 years. The judge in the case said that Stimson was a highly dangerous young man who would pose a considerable risk to women in the future and also called him wicked and cowardly. Jesus. He had a female judge too, which. Yes. Good. Sure. Love to see it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Prepare yourselves. A little over a year after her murder, the university Molly attended awarded her undergraduate degree in sports and exercise for health posthumously 
During her year's graduation ceremony, Mm. her parents accepted on her behalf. And when they do so, the entire crowd stands and cheers. And when I tell you, like they're talking about it, her friends are talking about it. And they're like, we were cheering like we were cheering for Molly. Like, but like she did this. And she had an online life. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's got to be. I guess it's got to be hard to know that you can still access her mm-hmm. online. Yeah. You, you can know? still see videos of her, her oh, workout videos. Yeah. 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 And like her parents, like accepting that it's just, ugh. after her death, Molly's friends and family set up a charity for people struggling with eating disorders called the Molly McLaren foundation. And every year Molly's hometown come together to celebrate her birthday by hosting a charity festival. They call Molly fest. Oh, Molly's friend Amy says, if there's one thing I've learned about her relationship and their situation, it's that there are red flags as you go along. But unless you really sit and evaluate them as a whole, they don't look like red flags. That's right. And I think that that's that's what it is. Right. right. It's just like, yes, we can look at this. Yes. Like in hindsight and be like, run, 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 run. Like these are all like red flags. But when you're in the situation right. and you're seeing good stuff too, because any mm-hmm. relationship has good and bad right? and any person has good and bad. And like, there are probably moments when their relationship was sweet and you've shared a lot of things with this person. You both struggled with mental illness. That's right. We only are that. getting the one side of right. the entirety of their story together. Right. right. So like you, unless you sit and compile all those things, like yeah. you don't necessarily see, see it all, you know? Of course. Also, I think that this is just an example and, you know, full circle didn't plan this at all, but like be safe on the Internet. Yeah. Like it's such a. And we shouldn't have to live our lives like this. I know. That's what makes it so like we should be able to be like, fuck you. You're not going to stop me from living my life. I can do what I want. But. Be careful. I'm so guilty of posting, tagging where I'm at. Mm, you know, yeah. like I do it all the time. Or I even said we went out to see a friend's band mm-hmm. and I was just like, hey, I'm going to be here. Come hang out with us. Come like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and you don't know who's watching you. Yeah, like, that's you right. Don't know who's watching. So just be really careful. My, I need to take that advice myself. Yeah, especially um, now that you've told everybody that you do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to close with this, that in the UK, at least two women a week are murdered at the hands of partners or ex-partners and stalking related behavior is identified in 96% of these cases. So that is the story of Molly McLaren. That was a good one and an important one. I'm glad that you did it. You know, we've done a lot of really heinous crimes on, on tainted love and, you pointed out I'll do some like wacky ones or what have you, but this one, this one hits. Yeah, it because feels it's real. real because it's real. Yeah. yeah, real. It could happen to anyone, right? Like, I mean, any of this could happen to anyone, but this one specifically, like, I think we've all had relationships that were. I know we've all had relationships yeah. that were unhealthy, and right. you don't always see yeah. like where's the line between this is just a bad relationship mm-hmm. and this is a dangerous situation right i think it hits us so specifically because our advice all the time is have a bunch of good girlfriends that you can rely on that you can talk to that right and she did and And she she did did. yeah and it still happened yeah that's why that hits for me anyway that's you're exactly right because i'm like right because that is our advice all the time and oh my god but trust your fucking friends trust your friends and as a friend also trust your own gut that's exactly right because 
you're exactly right, um, Cassie, where if you feel something is off, mm-hmm. my tendency is to be like, well, she's a grown woman. Like she she's knows. telling me she's okay. I'm going to trust that she's okay. But there are times when it's acceptable to be like, you know what? No, like, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm taking the reins. Yeah. Like, cause as your friend, I am going, I know you're telling me that I'm overreacting, but I'm going to come pick you up. Rather be wrong. I'd ra- yeah, yeah. I'd rather 100%. be wrong. hundred percent. Yeah. You know, so <sighs> oh, good one. Well, palate cleanser what are we watching this week because we need it i'm i'm sad i'm emotional yeah 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 yeah. listen i'm gonna do mine first because it's not a palate cleanser mine is uh what i talked about earlier today which is worst roommates yeah fucking netflix dude that show of course they have the dorothea um puente puente story Uh in the beginning and then they go into um it's it's Wait till you get to the last episode. Okay. It is it is the worst. It is terrifying. Just started the fourth. Absolutely. Um it's it's terrifying. That helplessness that you feel, because yes, of course, we should be uh all about tenants' rights, but at times there are criminals that you can't get them out. Yeah, can't get them out. Yeah. Live with them. Oh, Oh, it's Mm. really scary. Scary. Um, I watched Bad Vegan, which I cannot say enough about. I that was a wild ride. I had never heard anything about it before. You, I feel like I don't know any. Believe. I don't feel like I know anything about it from the. I'm not going to give you anything. God, it's okay. best if you go into go it in. blind okay. because it is a wild story, and at the end, you're just like, "What the fuck?" It's it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. So definitely, it's. It's on that vibe of like Tinder Swindler. It's another con okay. story, but Man. definitely worth watching. Gotta okay. get those stories out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not really watched anything new this week, uh, but I have been reading Black Swans by Eve Babbitts. And nice. I don't know. I, I love the way she writes. I don't know if you don't live in L.A., or have lived in LA if you would love it as much because it's very LA centric. Sure. Like it talks like LA's a character. Yes, yeah. It that. talks very specifically about a lot of things in LA, but it's a um collection of stories that Ooh, she's written. So I it's love easy, that. it's easy oh, to get that. through. Yeah, it's easy to get through because you can just kind of be like, I'm just gonna read one today, you yeah. know, and like that's fine. Um, but I really love her writing style and it has made me want to check out some of her other other books so if you have recommendations please let me know you know what book i've never read that i just got and i haven't started it yet but i'm like i cannot believe i've never read it the stranger beside me oh Oh, yeah yeah i know that feels like one that i should have read by now i've never read it i started reading it and i just was like "Ah, not at the place right now Oh, I gotcha. Like, yeah. I feel like the audiobook for that one is really good because Anne Rule reads it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. Hmm. And it just was like, it, and it's, I'm certain it's just was just, just timing. The time. It's timing. Yeah. It was timing. But I am listening to Verity and I mm. <laughs> I am excited. Yeah. We're going to have to have our, our girl group. Uh, like everybody is reading it. Book, yeah. book club meeting about that book. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I read it. I, I remember closing it and being like, what the fuck just happened? That's how yeah, I felt. I talked exactly about it on this podcast. I talked about it after i yep. read it because yeah. i was like what 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 happened yeah <laughs> i'm interested to see what you guys took away from the ending and what you think is the actual truth of the situation okay so 
Well, if you guys have books that we should read or things to watch, if you have terrible dates, not that we're wishing them upon you, but if you do, go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's myorstatepodcast.com, and we love you so much. Cheers. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.